Indiana Bible College is committed to training tomorrow's apostolic leaders today. This is the Indiana Bible College podcast. Today we have a first-time guest on the IBC podcast. I guess if it's fair to call him a guest, that would denote that we sat down and interviewed him, but it's not the case. Reverend James Wilson joined us in chapel and preached an incredible sermon entitled, Show Me the Receipts. Perhaps you have some receipts whereby you could demonstrate that you purchased something or put in the time or are the rightful owner of whatever that proof of purchase is, be it groceries, gadgets, sale items that you want to return. I'd I don't know what receipts you have in your life. Maybe you have a receipt for an education that you have earned, but want to spend a little more time studying Scripture. Good news. Indiana Bible College offers both a one-year bachelor and a two-year bachelor, whereby you can transfer said proverbial receipts, as it were, in the form of credits, thus allowing you to take a highly concentrated program and participate in all aspects of the Bible college experience without spending an additional four years in school. The accelerated degree plans offered at Indiana Bible College are designed with the student in mind, and the goal of each is to graduate students who have adequately formed a solid biblical foundation for the future and have established a scripturally guided Christian worldview. In my opinion, that is a receipt worth having. Right now, let's hear from Reverend James Wilson about another receipt that is worth having. Show me the receipts. Amen. Why don't you give that hand clap to the Lord right now? Jesus, we love you today. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Oh, come on, there's such a sweet spirit of the Lord that's here right now. Why don't you just take a moment and just give him some worship. Jesus, we magnify you. We love you today, God. You are worthy of the praise. You're worthy of the glory, Jesus. We lift you up in this place, God. Amen. It's such a tremendous honor and privilege to be with you all today. And uh, this is just surreal for me uh, in, in a couple of senses. Um, I turned 30 this year, so it's been uh, eight years since I've been in Bible school, and I feel a little bit old, just a little bit. I know I look like 10, but um, uh, I feel a little bit old. It's just, I remember so vividly being where you are, and uh, this is just such a high honor for me not much older than you, not much, uh, not that far from where you sit right now, and uh, this is just such a tremendous honor for me to be able to uh, share my heart with you for a little bit today. I honor Brother Galleon, all the faculty at IBC, everyone that's given me the opportunity to be here, Brother Carson. Why don't we give it up for our awesome faculty and team here at IBC. such a tremendous honor, and I know you probably hear people say this a lot, 
but I'm just going to echo what you probably hear. Don't take these moments for granted. Don't take these years for granted. These will be some of the best years of your life if you let them. They really will be. Years that shape you, years that uh, God does things in your life that uh, build you for the ministry and the purpose and the calling that God has for you. So just cherish every one of these moments. They're such special moments. Uh, just incredible moments as you make connections, not only with God, but with your peers and your uh, friends that, that will be with you for life, some of them. So this is just a, an incredible time. Um, I, I have a burden today for, for what I'm going to preach um, I, I was getting ready today and I kind of had something planned that I was going to speak to you and, and then God just kind of spoke something new, uh, new to me today. And I feel like God has given me a word, uh, for us today. And, uh, I just ask that you open your heart and open your mind and I believe God just wants to speak to us in a very real way. Do you believe that? Amen. Why don't you turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 13, and we'll start reading at verse number 45. Matthew 13, verse 45. And I cannot move forward without giving a special shout-out to two living hopers, Cameron Staten and Herbie Tice. These are my peeps. I love y'all. So proud of y'all. Hey, make some noise. Come on, y'all. Help me out here. I love them. Super proud of them. They're just doing an incredible job and um, just super proud of what God is doing in their life. Just got to give them a special shout out. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 45. The Bible says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking godly, or goodly, rather, pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. With the help of the Holy Ghost, and I do need the help of the Holy Ghost today, I want to preach to you on this title, Show Me the Receipts. Show Me the Receipts. I want you to put your Bibles down. I want you to lift up your hands. And why don't we pray together right now for God's anointing and God's power to be in this place today. Oh, Jesus, we need your power. We need your spirit, oh, God. We need the anointing, oh, God, that destroys every yoke to be in this room right now. God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. That we will not hear enticing words of man's wisdom and knowledge. But God, I pray in Jesus' name that we will hear a word from you. Let there be a demonstration of your power. Let there be a demonstration of your glory in this place, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're hungry for a move of God, I wonder if you clap your hands and give the Lord some praise right now. Come on, would you lift up your voice to heaven and worship right now. Come on, students, would you lift up your voice and worship it and praise to God right now. Amen. 
in the name of Jesus. You may be seated. It all started one day with an interview with Diane Sawyer. She was interviewing one of the greatest singers of all time. Her name was Whitney Houston. I know some of you might know who that is. And she was talking to Whitney Houston. And if you know anything about Whitney Houston's story, you know that Whitney Houston had a lifestyle that was somewhat brought into question. She could sing like no one's business. She could do great things that to this day not many can do, but Whitney Houston had a little problem. She had a drug problem. She struggled constantly with keeping this drug problem under wraps. And so during this 2002 interview, before she released her album, Just Whitney, Diane Sawyer questions Whitney Houston and says, Whitney Houston, there is a headline that says that you have a drug habit that has cost you nearly $730,000 in recent years. After hearing this accusation, Whitney gave an answer that would become the stuff of legends. Whitney gave an answer that would become memes all across the world. Whitney looks back at her and says, no way, no way. She said, I want to see the receipts. Show me the receipts from the drug dealers that I bought 730,000 worth of drugs from. I want to see the receipts. But today, I want to preach to you. I haven't come to investigate whether or not you've bought illegal substances. Hopefully, you have not. Praise God. Amen. Help us, Jesus. I haven't come to you today to investigate whether or not You've bought alcohol or you've bought illegal substances. But today, I've come to ask you one simple question. Can I see the receipts that you have bought the truth and not sold it? Because let me tell you something right now. This truth that we have is not something that can merely be passed down to you. This truth is not something that can merely be handed to you. But I've come to tell somebody today that the truth that we have must be bought. I said the truth that we have has a cost attached to it. I know you may have a great last name. I know you may know how to do some great things. But can I tell you, if you are going to have this truth, if you are going to have the anointing of God on your life, it will come with a cost. It will come with a price. Come on, somebody. I said if you want God to do something, if you want to be used in the miraculous, it will cost you. I know we live in a world where things are so easily handed to us. We can walk into stores and we can get samples for free. We can walk into settings and get things for free. But can I tell somebody today that if you want an anointing from God, if you want a purpose from God, it is going to cost you something. Come on, it's time for us in this day and age to quit playing games. If you want an anointing, it's time to dig deeper than we've ever dug before. It's time to go further than we've ever gone before and buy this truth of God. 
Come on, is there anybody in this place today that says, I don't care how much it costs me. I'm going to pay the price. I don't care how much it costs me. I've made up my mind. This truth is what I want. Holiness is what I want. And there is nothing in this world that can take it from me. Come on, somebody, I said this truth is worth buying. This truth is worth tying for. This truth is worth giving everything for. I'm grateful today for everything that we've experienced. I'm grateful today for the presence of God that we felt. But can I tell somebody today that this presence of God that we feel The anointing of God that is in this building today came with a price. Every single one of us are the beneficiaries of great men and women of God who paid a price for this. Can I tell you right now we stand here because there were men and women of God who stood and were ridiculed for believing in one God. We stand here today because there were men and women of God who were ridiculed for believing that you had to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost evidence by speaking in tongues. This is not something that's cheap. This is not something that was merely handed to them. But men shed blood. Men gave their lives. Men gave everything they had so that we can stand here today and enjoy the presence of God. And I don't know about you, but I'm not willing to sell what I've inherited. Come on, somebody. I'm not willing to give up this. But today, just as they pay the price, I will pay the price because I want to be anointed. I want to be used from God. I want the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost in my life. Come on, somebody. You want to be used? Pay the price. You want to see miracles, signs, and wonders? Pay the price. You want a generational anointing? Pay the price. I know your parents, I know your parents might have a relationship with God, but can I tell you today that you can't get anywhere off of what they've done? My question for you today is where's your receipt? Where's the proof of purchase that you paid the price for this? I know that you can come in today and enjoy what we have, but I haven't come today to ask you about what your last name is. I haven't come today to talk to you about your talent. Today I haven't come to talk to you about your ability, but I've come with one question for you today. I've come with one thing for you today. I want to know where is your receipt? Where's the proof that you paid the price? Where's the proof that you've given everything? And if you don't have that, I've come to tell you there's going to be a day when you're going to sell this truth. You see, everyone has a price. The Bible lets us know that in this parable, Jesus is talking to people, and he lets them know that there's a pearl of great price. He says this pearl is so valuable That the man in the story goes and sells everything that he has. Everything that he owns, he goes and sells it in order to obtain this pearl, in order to obtain this field of great price. Can I tell somebody today that this truth will cost you everything? 
This truth will cost you everything. It will not cost you 50% of your life. It will not cost you 60% of your life. And I've come to preach to somebody, that's the world that we're living in right now, where people want to give half of what they have, where people want to give 20% of what they have. But can I tell you, when you realize just how valuable this is, and you realize that the only way to truly buy this pearl is to get everything, can I tell you, there will be no cost too high that you are not willing willing to pay almost somebody I said this price is not so high come on somebody I wonder if there's anybody that's still willing to present their body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable God if you want everything I'll give you everything if you want all of my heart I'll give you all of my heart if you want all of my convictions I'll give you all of my convictions because this is valuable to me this is precious to me this is sacred to me Come on, somebody. It's time to pay the price. Where is your receipt? Show me the receipt that you paid the price. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how many people know your name. Can I see your receipt? I don't care how many times people have said the anointing of God is on their life. Where is your receipt? Have you paid the price of prayer? Have you paid the price of consecration? Have you paid the price of fasting? Where is the receipt? You find, I believe it is in 2 Samuel. Hezekiah, the Bible says that Hezekiah is a man, or in Kings rather, Hezekiah is a man that has a once in a generation anointing. The Bible says of Hezekiah, there was no one like Hezekiah before Hezekiah, and there was no one like Hezekiah after Hezekiah. But can I tell you? that Hezekiah did not get where he was without a price. And some of you have been praying to God, saying, God, I want a once-in-a-generation anointing. I want a once-in-a-generation calling. God, I want to do things, oh God, that no one else can do, not for my glory, but for your glory. God, I want to see things that, no, I have faith to believe you, that tens of thousands can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You want that once-in-a-generation anointing, but can I tell you a once-in-a-generation generation anointing will only come with the once in a generation cost. Can I tell you that it will not come without a price? The Bible says the reason that Hezekiah was able to be the king, that there was none like him before him, and that there was none like him after him. The Bible says that Hezekiah was his king because he clave to the Lord. Can I tell somebody right now, if you want that once in a, gen in a generation anointing, it's going to be with a cost. It's going to be because you found yourself somewhere down in a prayer meeting saying, God, I want the anointing of God in my life. I'll pay the price while everybody else is on social media seeing what everyone else is doing. I'm going to spend time in prayer while everyone else is out having a good time. I'm going to spend time in the Word. I'm going to cleave to your presence. I'm going to come on somebody if you make up your mind to pay the price. God's anointing. God's power. God's spirit will be poured out in your life. You think the elders got what they got, got for free? You think the elders got what they got without a price? No, 
But they had once in a generation anointings, the G.A. Mangans, the Paul Moonings, the people of God that we look up to. Can I tell you, they paid a price for what they have. And this generation, I've come to tell you, we live in a generation of convenience where we expect that everything is going to be handed to us. But I've come to preach a word to you today. If you truly want to experience the anointing of God, if you truly want to experience the power of God, it's going to cost you something. It's not going to be easy all the time. It's not going to be a cakewalk all the time. But you're going to have to sometimes turn away meals. You're going to have to find a place of prayer. You will have to pay a price for the anointing of God. Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to pay the price of integrity? When everyone else around you is doing things behind the scenes, are you willing to pay the price to say, no, 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 I'm going to stand for truth. No, I'm not going to be caught up in that. I'm not going to do things that way. Can I tell you that when you pay that price, you will experience that pearl of great value. And here's the thing about paying a price. Here's the thing about where we are right now in the world. If you don't pay a price now, you will pay a price later. We find in the scriptures that Judas Iscariot is one of the 12. And Judas makes up his mind that the price that the 11 disciples are paying is not a price that he is willing to pay. But rather, Judas does what our scripture text commands us that we should not do. And Judas makes up his mind, you know what? I am going to sell this truth. I'm going to sell everything that I have. And can I tell you that for a season, Judas enjoyed the benefits of those 30 silver coins. Just for a little bit, Judas enjoyed the benefit of having everything everything in this world. But there came a day, there came a time where Judas had to pay the price that he was not willing to pay and it cost him his life. Can I tell somebody in this place right now, you will pay a price one day and it's either going to be now or it's going to be in eternity. But I don't know about you, but I want to be the ones that say right here, right now, I'm paying the price. It's going to cost me. It's tough. It's difficult to live for God in the 20 first century, but I'm willing to pay the price. I realize how valuable this is. I realize how precious this is, and I will not let anything come hell, come high water. I won't let anything separate me from this truth. If you feel that way, somebody clap your hands and give God worship. Come on, you want to be used by God? Show me the receipts. Have you paid for it? You want an anointing of God? Show me the receipts. Have you died for it? You want the power of God? Show me the receipts. I want the gifts of the Spirit to operate in my ministry. Where's your receipt? Where's your time in prayer? Where's your time in consecration? I want to write great songs. I want to do great things for God. That's awesome. That's great to say. But show me the receipts. 
Show me the time you spent with God when nobody else is around. Show me the times in obscurity when nobody was there to, to cheer you on and root you on. Show me the times where you were found alone with God and God worked things out of you. Show me the times where you turned away meal after meal after meal. Show me those times. I remember... Being 15 or 16 years of age, and just having this overwhelming sense of hunger and desire to be used of God. And in that season, I truly bought the truth. Can I tell you that buying the truth is not a one-time thing? I bought it then, but every single day of my life today, I have to buy it. But back then was the first time, Brother Galleon, that I truly bought truth. And here's the thing about buying something. When you buy something, you have ownership over that thing. When you buy something, you become protective of that thing. Have you ever seen somebody when they buy their first car? Right? You go up to them like, oh, man, this is a cool car. You touch it. Hey, bro, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. You just got fingerprints on the car. Bro, did you just scratch my car? You're going to pay for this. Why? It's valuable to them because they paid a price for it. Now, you take someone who has their first car, Brother Gallion. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You're 16 years old. Your dad buys you your first car. You're ramming the thing into the side of buildings just for fun. You know, just like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is awesome. Going on trail rides, you know, just, just messing the entire thing. Why? Because you didn't pay for it. And I can always tell people who haven't paid the price. Because they're lackadaisical with what they have. You may have the pearl in your hands. The pearl might have been given to you by your parents. But I can always tell who's truly paid the price for it. Because when you pay the price for something, you're protective over that thing. When you Come on, don't look at somebody down your nose. If they are protective of this truth, I've come to tell you if they're protective of it, it's because they paid a price for it. I would to God that there would be some young people, some students uh, at IBC that would say, uh, you can touch everything else, uh, but you're not touching my anointing. You're not touching this truth. Uh, I paid a price for it. Uh, it's valuable to me. Uh, you can have anything else. Uh, you can have my money. Uh, you can have my fame. Uh, but don't touch this truth. Uh, don't touch this truth. Uh, don't touch this truth. Uh, I paid a price for it. Come on, somebody. You need to pay the price again. You need to pay the price again. Pastor, why are you acting crazy about standards? Pastor, why are you acting crazy about holiness? Pastor, why are you acting crazy about Jesus' name baptism? Because I paid a price for it. Because I did something for, to get this. I did something to earn this. I've come to preach to somebody right now. You need to buy the truth and sell it not. I don't care what the world offers you. 
I don't care how much money or fame they offer you. Buy the truth and don't sell it. It's valuable. It's going to be worth it in the end. It's going to be worth it in the end. Somebody lift up your hands and pray right now. Students, can you show me the receipt? I know you know how to sing well, but can you show me the receipt? I know you know how to preach well, but young man, is it your natural ability or do you have the receipts of time spent in prayer? I know you are charismatic, but can you show me the receipts? Have you paid for it? I don't want cheap religion. I don't want cheap going through the motions religion. But I want the pearl of great price. I want the pearl of great price. And I'm willing to pay the price. I'm willing to give whatever it takes. I want an anointing from God. I want to see my world transformed. So I'm really... Somebody lift up your hands right now. Somebody lift up your voice to God right now. Show me the receipts. Come on, pay for it today. Come on, show me the proof. Show me the truth that you're not just hanging on what they paid for. Show me the receipt that you're paying a price. This is very, listen to me. Listen, this is very personal to me. Because in the last few years of my life, I've had to make a decision, Brother Gallion, that I was going to pay the price. Because with the last couple of years of what's transpired in my life, I don't want to talk about me. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But in the last couple of years, I've had people come up to me offering me things, asking me, asking me what, what, what will you give in exchange for what you have? And I had one guy that came up to me and he said, he said, you know what? So you know what, James, he said, you know, what you believe is kind of antiquated. He said, and if you want to reach more people, this is a guy in the music industry, if you want to reach more people, you're probably going to have to back up on some of the things that you believe. If you want, now listen, I'm, maybe, you, I, maybe you can do most of it, but there's some things that you're going to have to do or not do because what you believe is antiquated and people don't get down like that anymore. And I remember thinking and saying back to him, bro, you must not know what I've done. You must not know who I am. I've made up my mind a long time ago that I'm going to pay this price and there is nothing you can do to make me sell it. I don't care how much money you offer me. I don't care how much fame you offer me. I pay the price. I pay the price. I pay the price. I prayed 
prayers at night when nobody else was around. I fasted when nobody else was around. And this is valuable to me. And I will not sell it. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Show me the receipts. Show me that you're willing to buy this. Show me that you're willing to give everything. I know you're offering me money. I know you're offering me fame. But I grew up in a family where my mom taught me how to pray. I grew up in a family where I was awakened with my mom praying for me, praying that God's anointing was on me. And then because she paid the price, I made up my mind that I'm going to pay the price. And there's nothing you can do to take this. I have the receipt. I paid for it. I'm protective over it. I'm not going to let anyone steal it away from me. This is my truth. I paid a price for it. And there is no devil in hell that can snatch it away from me. Come on, show me the receipt. Come on, somebody pay the price today. Somebody make up your mind. I'm going to pay the price. I grew up with a pastor that wouldn't let me touch the platform if I didn't spend time in prayer. Wouldn't let me touch the mic. I don't care how talented you are, James. I don't care how much people know your name. I don't care how much you can uh, move a crowd. James, did you pay the price? Show me the receipt, James. Did you spend 30 minutes in prayer before you came? Did you spend time in the presence of God? That's what separates you, James. It's not your talent. It's not your ability. It's the fact that you're willing to pay the price. Show me. Show me the receipt. Come on, come on. I know you might have more talent than the generation before you. I know you have technological advances. I know you're savvy, but there's nothing that can replace getting on your knees and paying the price. Come on, somebody pay it. Come on, somebody make up your mind. I'm going to pay the price, and when I do, I will not sell it. I'm going to pay the price, and when I do, I will not get rid of it. In 2 Samuel, I want you to listen to me, and I'm going to come to a close. Musicians, you can come. The Bible says in 2 Samuel 2 and 24, 
David has done wrong in the sight of the Lord. David has numbered the people of Israel, something that God had instructed him not to do. David comes, gets a word from the prophet Gad and says, David, I know this wrong that you've done in the sight of the Lord. But David, if if you'll offer up a sacrifice, then God will forgive you and God will do something in Israel. And listen to what happens. David goes to Orna. And Orna says, what are you here for, David? David says, I've come to sacrifice. I've come to build an altar. And the Bible says, and Orna says, okay, David, guess what? I can give it to you. I can give you this altar. I can give you what you need. But David, look at what he says. Nay, but I will surely buy it from thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord of my God of that which doth cost me nothing. Can I tell somebody today, there are a lot of things that you can buy in this world, but you cannot buy an altar. Or you cannot rather get an altar from someone. There are a lot of things you can receive. There are a lot of things that can be given to you. But can I tell you that an altar is not one of those things that can be given to you. A place of sacrifice and dedication and consecration cannot be given to you. It's something that you have to pay a price for. Your family might be able to give you a name. You might be able to come into the presence of God and feel his touch. Talent and ability might be given to you at birth. But an altar must be bought. An altar must be purchased. Can I tell you, it is at an altar. It is at an altar where you submit your body as a living sacrifice. That as Jesus talked about in the parable, where you truly sell everything. Only at an altar can you sell everything and purchase that pearl of great price. I come to a close. I want to end with this. Then we're going to pray. The Bible says in Matthew 7, 23, that there is coming a day There's coming a day where people are going to gather, getting ready to go into heaven. And the Bible says at that moment that the Lord will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. You know what exactly the Lord is saying right there? God is saying, you prophesied, the earlier verse said this, you prophesied in my name. You've done great things in my name. You've had experiences in the presence of God. You had the right last name. You had the right things going for you in your life to look the part. But you know what? You never bought this. And at that moment, Jesus, the God of all creation, is going to look at every single human being and say, can you show me the receipt? I know 
that you have everything else, but can you show me? Do I know you? Have you paid the price on your knees? I know you have all the talent in the world, but show me the receipt. Show me that you spent time in my presence. Show me that you spent time with me. And there's going to be some people that go up and they're going to be looking. going to look at them and say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. You don't have a receipt. I don't know you. But there's going to be some precious saint of God that didn't have anything in this world. And he's going to look at her and say, can you, can you show me the receipt? Do I know you? And all of a sudden, she's going to start pulling out. Well, I didn't have much money. I didn't have much fame. But every day at 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., I prayed. I saw the face of God. There weren't a lot of people that knew me. But I, I prayed. I fasted. When nobody else wanted to pray, I, I prayed. When nobody else wanted to fast, I fasted. When nobody else wanted to give, this is what I came. This is what I did. And God is going to say, yeah, I know you. I see the receipt. I see what you've done. Enter into the joy of the Lord. You paid the price. So I have one question. For every person under the sound of my voice today, can you show me the receipt? Can you show me that you're willing to die for this? I'm not talking about figuratively. I'm telling you the day is coming where you might have to lay down your life for this. And if you have not bought it, that'll be your selling price and you'll sell it. But I know that there are some young people in this place today that say, Brother Wilson, here's my receipt. Here's my time. I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast. I'm going to buy this truth and sell it. If that is you in this place, I wonder if you would come to the front of this altar with hands lifted high. And say, God, I'm going to buy it today. I'm grateful for your talent, but show me that receipt. I'm glad your parents have paid the price, but can you show me the receipt? Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, somebody just cry out to the Lord right now. Come on, somebody pay the price right now.
make up your mind. I'm going to pay the price. Come on, somebody make up your mind. I'm going to give myself to a deeper walk and consecration with God.